I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. This podcast you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher and every single day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Povich. Again, thank you guys very much for, uh, for stopping by. Merchandise! If you haven't bought any yet, you can don a... Long walk to Cleveland coffee mug, much like the one I am sipping out of live on the Instagram live feed this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Also, uh, sweatshirts, beanies, everything you need for fall, winter, it's all on there, rudypoppage.com. Shows! Oh, shows tonight, Friday night, Sisyphus Brewing, downtown Minneapolis. Uh, tomorrow night on Saturday, October 9th, going to be at City Winery in New York City with my good friend Jesse May Peluso. The following weekend, a couple of uh, sets uh, I will be featuring over at Gutty's Comedy Club in Southdale Mall in Edina, Minnesota. That's Friday and Saturday. More details, I'll get those up on uh, the website here in just a little while. Uh, that show just came down the pike last night. And don't forget, October 22nd, we're about three quarters of the way to full capacity at the Hog's Breath in Roseville. If you want tickets, if you want any of the info, you can find it on my Facebook page. The event page is there. And uh, make those reservations, man. All about it. Good to see everybody today. Uh, Lynn, can't wait for the 22nd with Tara and Amanda. Yeah, awesome. That's really nice of you guys to come on out. Can't wait. Danielle, morning and happy Friday. Rudy and friends. Oh, that sounds like my 9 a.m. morning show that, uh, you know, will take place of Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa when those two finally decide to call it a day in the next 67 years. Jesus Christ. Have you seen, have you ever seen people in their mid fifties look that good? God, JLo, listen, if you get to look that good when you're 50, hand over the placenta. I'll start rubbing that stuff on my face like everybody else is. Scooter, Amy, good to see everybody. Char, what's up, Chad? How are you, buddy? Hi, Dana. What's up, Wyatt? Always first in. I love that, dude. That's great. All right, Gracie, nice to see everybody. All right, first and foremost, let's get right down to it. Jesus Christ, you cannot get away from it. It is everywhere you go. What the fuck is Skid Game? Skid Game? Squid Game. Squid Game. Is that what it's called? What is it called? Squid Game, right? Yeah, Squid Game. What the? F- what is this shit? Skid Game, on the other hand, sounds like... The reality show that wives have to go through when they clean their husband's dirty undies that have been laying on the bathroom floor. But Squid Game, what? Okay, first off, uh, here's what happened. I've had, I've had no less than 17 people come to me in the last like three days and be like, "You watch a Squid Game? Oh my God, you watch a Squid Squid Game? You watch a Squid Game? Squid Game? You got you got to watch Squid Game." Watch a Squid Game. Don't watch it in the subtitles. You gotta watch the subtitles. Don't watch it in the overtime. It's, 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 you gotta watch Squid Game. Squatch it. Fucking first off, I tried watching the goddamn trailer, and it was nothing but groups of people in blue and groups of people in pink. And I'm like, this is the fucking worst gender reveal I've ever seen. I'm not sitting through it. There's not a chance. No way. I tried to watch uh, the first seven minutes and just went, I, I'm out. I'm out. I, I don't, it's too sci-fi-y. There's too much, you know, art imitating life. I can't, I can't do it. 
I'm having a tough time with everybody who's like getting on board with this stuff because here's what it is. Uh, everybody goes, oh my God, it's absolutely amazing. You gotta watch Tiger King. Have you watched Tiger King yet? It's amazing. I'm like, maybe our versions of amazing are two different things. I don't want to watch this shit. There's better things for me to go spend my time doing. Uh, Gracie, I watched The Guilty last night per your request. I loved The Guilty. I thought it was great. Gracie, what do you think of it? I know somebody who watched it who said they had a trigger. It triggered me. I couldn't watch it anymore. It triggered me. I think sometimes we're getting a little too sensey in the pants. It's like, dude, it's just, hey, listen, it's just. And the thing about that movie, I'm not giving anything away. Uh, you know, as Gracie, amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Tara, my husband watched it. But I have no interest. Yeah, uh, you're talking about Squid Game? I, I went and got my hair cut yesterday. My gal, Tori, who cuts my hair, we, were, we, were, we weren't talking about Squid Game. We were talking about everybody's losing their goddamn mind about it. And I just, I refuse. I'm not, it's too sci-fi. There's too much, you know, people doing terrible shit to other people just to try to get by in the real world. Why do I want to go watch that? I've said before, I'm tired of watching 22-year-old kids fall in love in movies. Start bringing fucking middle-aged people into the fold. Give me a good rom-com with somebody who's like 43. Christ. I can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm done. I'm so done. I'm done with the, the, you know, when everybody was losing their minds about the Hunger Games. I'm like, do you guys, do you guys, you guys see what, this is art imitating life. I mean, this is exactly what we are doing to people nonstop. Bringing down people to the death just so we can get a, a little bit of a head in life? Like, this is, dude, this is not what we should be doing. I'm not, man, I am, I'm not about it. I can't. Uh, I see there is a secondary conversation going on here. Here's how much I love this entire crew that gets together every single day. Mira, when I called the hog's breath, he laughed when I said table for one. Oh. 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 <laughs> That's kind of sad. But then everybody jumps in. They're like, dude, we got a spot at our table for you. That's amazing. That's what I love. That's incredible. So thank you guys. Yeah. You got a table for 10? Damn. Oh, Lynn, that's fantastic. Well, sweet. Well, I'm glad that uh, everybody's getting together. We'll have a, a dandy old time. I might even break out the Dr. McKilligutties that night because somebody's going to be on a bender. Somebody's going to be throwing down. You don't want to see me on that dance floor later on that night. Because I am telling you. So anyway, uh, for everybody who plans on uh, going, hey man, Squid Game. You got to watch Squid Game. You got to watch Squid Game. You got to watch Squid Game. I'm out. I'm done. I'm done with your sci-fi bullshit. No more. Absolutely 1000% no more. I'm done. No. Oh, it's awful. Uh, Let's see. Um, There was something else I wanted to uh, chat about real quick. Uh, It was television based. And I had it up in front of me a moment ago. What the fuck did I do with it? I'm having, I'm having like that that pre-leaving anxiety because I got to get onto the, uh, I got to jump onto uh, the flight tomorrow morning. Uh, flight leaves seven fifty for New York, and I am, uh, I- I'm doing that move where I'm just like frantically getting everything together because I got a film tonight at Sisyphus for Joey Hamburger. And I'm like, shit, I got to bring all my gear and we got to get it out to New York somehow. And I'm in the middle of packing all that. And then I got work, work. I actually got to get done. So I'm having these moments where I'm like, 
And it's happened probably the last like two or three times I've run up the stairs and then I get to the kitchen and I look around and I'm like, what the, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what is up? Oh, I remember what it was. Somebody sent me the article uh, and I'm going to, by somebody, I mean an ex-girlfriend of mine who for the most part, I'm still friends with, still friends with almost everybody that I've ever dated. There's one or two gals in the mix that would take it or leave it if I left the face of this earth never to be seen again, you know, Avengers Endgame style and just like just off into the ethos gone. They'd be OK with it. But uh, for the most part, man, anybody I've ever dated, we uh, we still hang. We kick it. It's all good. But they sent me this because I used to give her so much shit about it. One of the arguments that always would come up was, what do we set the thermostat at? And every guy, it's almost as if every male, the older they get in age, the lower they want to set the thermostat. Seriously, if if people start living to be 117 on the norm, you're going to see thermostats at around 53. It's like we have to keep it cold to preserve our bodies. That's the only way we're going to be able to go through with it. It's crazy like that, right? So uh, science has recently figured out, and I had said this before, the reason why gals are always cold. Goddamn cold all the time. Always with the blankets and the thermal socks and, you know, goddamn freeze babies. And there's dudes like that too. You set that thermostat below 72 and they're like, what are you doing? Oh my God, listen, this isn't the ice age. I'll pay extra for heat. Which I, I don't know. I play that. I play the thermos game every single year. I want to see how far down we can get. Usually like around like 55 is where I got to start drawing the line, man. That's too cold in the house. Then you're starting to like get on the brink of like people starting to leave you. Uh, Gracie, as long as you have enough blankets and body heat to prevent frostbite, you can do what you want. I agree. Listen, it's, we, we live in a place where every year we know that this is happening. It's coming down the pike. So why is it that we always, every season, have to have arguments about it? Uh, let's see. Mel, I'm always freezing, but have my place set at 62. Whoa, right on. I live in my hat and layers come winter. That's 62 year-round? Dude, if that's 62 year-round, man, you're running that AC hot. Hot dang. But regardless, I had said this before. I said uh, the reason why women need to be warm is because their babies are made, or their bodies are made for making babies. And what do you see? It, uh, you see a, You see a chicken, you see a duck. What is it that they do every time they lay an egg and they want to hatch that egg? They cozy up, they stick like their inner feathers out, they warm their bodies up to be able to preserve that egg and to be able to incubate it. That is, that, it's all science. Everything blasts right back to science every single time. The reason why dudes like it a little cold is our jobs are to go out and provide for the families. It is hardwired into us. We need to go out and we need to be the, the, the hunter, the gatherer. We got to bring that shit back. And the best way to do that is with a, just a little, little bit of edge, a little bit of edge. Ask NBA players. NBA players will tell you before the night before game night, no sex. You don't get any sex. You don't get to, you're not jerking off in the hotel bathroom. You need every ounce, no pun intended, of edge you can possibly get. And depleting your body of, you know, the juice that makes you need to like go out and be competitive. Cause that's what dudes are doing. That's why there's so many fights and bars on a Friday night. 
Guys are trying to get laid. They're, they're angry. Uh, their brains are scattered a million miles an hour. They're trying to like, they're trying to procreate. That is, it's what we are meant to do. <sighs> let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lynn, I wish I had to jump off and see a patient. Now this conversation is, hilarious. but it's true. It, it's exactly why uh, we keep it a little cold. Guys need to be a little cold because it, it helps keep the brain fresh. It keeps you moving. Women, on the other hand, because their bodies are, are set to make babies, they got to keep it warm. It's it's all nature. I don't know why this has to be a thing. Women are constantly, constantly cold. And I had said this a lot. It's the reason why men, more, you go out, listen, I'm out doing comedy probably four nights a week. And of those four nights, there are, I can count on one hand. And if I was the Simpsons, I'd still be able to count on one hand. The amount of females I see that are out consistently. It's true. It's it's a thousand percent true. There are maybe, maybe three to about five females that I see out consistently trying to do comedy. And by try, I mean are funny. There's not like, oh, she's getting up on stage and bombing. No, I mean like they, they, they really, really are funny. But dudes, for us dudes, it is our job to be funny, to make the women want to procreate with us. Because long gone are the days of walking out with a club and hitting a gal over the head and then dragging her back by the hair back to the cave and then making babies. That shit's done. So the best way to do that is to make a girl laugh. So are men inherently, are we by design funnier than females? Yes. Are there women out there who are a thousand times funnier than most of the males that you encounter? Abso-fucking-lutely. Maggie Ferris is the funniest woman I've ever met in my life. She is funnier than 97% of all the people, male or female, that I have ever met. That's hands down. She beats them all. Easily. Uh, Amy Schumer. More funny than all of my friends. Easily. Um... But it's like our job. We try to go out and make girls laugh because then it lets down their guard so that we feel like subconsciously we're like, this is how we do it to be able to make babies with this person. It's all science. And I've been saying this for years. My girlfriend constantly, we'd be like in the middle of June. We'd be at the cabin. It'd be 73 out. She'd be sitting outside on the goddamn deck. Someone'd be shining. She'd be wrapped in a blanket. And I'm like, She's like, I, I don't know how much of that poor, poor circulation. I'm like, you, you know, I know everybody wants to equate it to like, there's something wrong with me. It's my body. And there's always something. Why is it that I'm always the one who's getting sick? Why is it that I'm always the one who's getting singled out? Stop that mentality. Knock off that attitude. That's not the case. It all boils down to science. It's not because you have poor circulation or an iron deficiency or whatever the fuck it is you want to talk about. It's ridiculous. It's because you're supposed to. And as I, I said this for years, is it ridiculous that I got to turn? Listen, science can make you cold, but it doesn't make you walk over to the thermostat and waste fucking $80 extra a month so that you can kind of be warm. There's blankets. Turn that shit on. I'll gladly spend an extra 20 minutes using my body heat to warm you up if we ain't got to turn that thermostat past 73. And I've been saying this for a long time. And finally, finally, I got science to back me up on this. 
This phenomenon is not unique to humans. Many species of mammals and birds, which we call endotherm, the females prefer warm places where the male prefer cooler temperature. The bottom line, if we go back to humans, these differences are not for us to fight on the remote control of the air conditioner. It's more to make a separation between the gender when we don't need each other. And this reduces the competition on resources and the aggression between the sexes. What do you know? Nature once again putting in an anti-deterrent to make couples not argue. You know what else does that? Uh, a house that's got two living rooms. A house that has got two goddamn living rooms. That is the best. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, Danielle, I always have cold hands, but that just means I have a warm heart. Oh, uh, let's see. Oh, shit. Did audio not go through on there? Ah, God damn it. All right. Well, anyways, you guys got to hear my dog snoring. So, all right, well, then go back. This is a great opportunity for you to go back and listen to the actual podcast on the audio. And uh, Mira, Paul needs his own soundbite, doesn't he, though? Yeah. Uh, well, I apologize that you guys couldn't hear that, but to go back and listen to the podcast, which by the way, um, there's going to be a couple of changes coming up here soon. Just to give you a heads up, talk about that in just a moment. But uh, for anybody who's hopping onto the, uh, to the live feed right now, shows and merchandise. That's where you should be going. Shows got a bunch of them next weekend. Gutties, uh, tonight, Sisyphus brewing downtown Minneapolis. And then uh, tomorrow night, New York city going to be at uh, city winery and then merchandise. You can find it at rudypovich.com. All right. Uh, before we get to one rant for the road, going to be making some changes as I've been talking about here. And I'm glad you guys are on board with it. So I'm just trying to keep you in the up and up. So I had a nice conversation with the uh, platform Cloud 10, who I'm going to be moving uh, this podcast over to starting, I believe, next week sometime. We tried to pick the week I'm going to be gone. So at least for a few days. So New York coming up uh, starting Saturday. And then next week, you got replays on Monday and Tuesday. And then uh, it sounds like uh, what, how this is going to have to work is every day, we're going to keep it same, 9.45 a.m. You can hop on Instagram. You can hang out. We can bullshit for a little while. That is going to be the pregame to the actual show. So what we're going to do is you will get like a 10-minute pregame, kind of explain like what's happening on the show that day, blah, blah, blah. That will also be included in the actual podcast that we will record after. And then we'll have to, because what we're going to do is we're going to break it up into three sections. And then in between, you're going to get a couple of ads that are going to run and blah, blah, blah. But uh, it looks like it's all coming together. So uh, just know that it, hopefully next week, eh, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess we'll see what's up with that. But yeah, kind of cool, man. I had a nice conversation with those guys yesterday. They got a bunch of podcasts that are on the horizon that uh, I'm going to be doing some work for. And... Uh, eventually, uh, in fact, oh man, fingers crossed, um, they're going to be, uh, getting a suite over at SoFi Stadium. Ah, fucking awesome. Jesus Christ. How kick-ass is that, huh? Uh, I've heard amazing things about that stadium. It's where the uh, Los Angeles Rams play. The Chargers are there as well. I hear it's fucking just amazing. And they're going to be recording some sports podcasts out of there that, uh, I'll be helping out on. So I don't know, hopefully, man, you know. Fingers crossed. Anyway, that's going to be a big deal. But uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. But just know next week, that's going to start kind of how this is rolling. So everyone's going to still get together every day. When that's not going anywhere. It's just we're going to have to hmm, truncate it just a little bit. All right, one rant for the road. 
Oh, now you're just being crazy. And now, now, one rant for the road. One rant for the road. Shut up, you're drunk. That's right. All right, so this is what we do every single Friday. We hop onto a random word generator online. We fire that thing up. It spits out one word, and then we rant on it for the last part of the show, right before we get into the weekend. Random word generator. We hit the button, and earwax. Earwax. All right. The body makes so many different oils and secretions and, you know, I mean, just like, look at your eyeball. It keeps it nice and moist all the time so that, you know, the the eye needs water, does it not? So, but we have to be able to keep our eyes open to see so we, our body's made blinking. It's fucking, listen, nothing, nature's never wrong. There's never a free lunch in nature. Uh, Nothing goes to waste. It is, it's amazing. It's, It's incredible. Uh, the one thing I don't like about uh, our bodies is the goddamn earwax. And I get that people just go, listen, like it's the body's natural way of putting a protector around your eardrum. I fucking get it. But all day, every day for eight hours, I got to wear these goddamn headphones. And the closer you have to put audio to your eardrums, the more earwax it makes. Because you are constantly making that vibration on your ear. I feel sorry for Tori who cuts my hair, who I'm sure every day has to look inside that awful canal of potatoes and be like, what the fuck is the matter with this guy? How do you not clean that shit up? And here's the thing about earwax. Nothing works. For years, we we thought Q-tips, and then it turns out we're just pushing that shit right onto our eardrums, and we're just packing it in there. They give you those little tiny, like, beehive spiral-looking things that you can twist in your ear to grab all that shit again, and that doesn't work. All the candling. Oh, remember when that was big? These fucking idiots that would lay down on the ground, they stick a candle in their ear and then light it, and then that magically made the smoke. Oh, oh, the sage smoke breaks up the earwax. What the fuck? What? No. Here's the only thing that has ever worked for me. Going in to see a doctor and having them blow that shit out with a syringe and some saline solution. The first time it ever happened, I was in Jamaica, which is a, oh man, as a, as a, first off, parts of Jamaica, absolutely stunning, 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 beautiful. As a, uh, uh, as a 24 year old guy who went down there and then somebody was like, Hey, let's go downtown Montego Bay. And then I'm walking around by myself. It was like, Oh shit. This is not what I thought it was going to be. I need to get I need to get back somewhere where it's safe. Holy shit. Beautiful, nonetheless. But while I was down there, you know, you're in the ocean all the time, you're swimming. Uh the earwax in my ear had softened. And I think I had like, I don't know if something got in like a piece of sta- sand, and I stuck my pinky in my ear and it pushed like water into my eardrum. And I couldn't get it out. I couldn't hear it. It was like it had like built a barrier of wax in my ear. And I still had three more days in Jamaica. I mean, I was going, I mean, I went to like the resort. I don't know what you want to call it. Not the doctor's office. I don't know what they called it. The first aid station. And I'm like, dude, you guys got to help me. My ear is fucking killing me and I cannot hear a thing out of it. They didn't know what to do. You know, they're basically like band-aids and, you know, Neosporin. I'm like, well, fucking this isn't going to help. So when I got back to the States, I went, and especially that plane ride with your ear like that, oh, it was the fucking worst. So I I get back to the States and I go to the hospital and 
they uh, they fire up the syringe and that lady shot that syringe into my ear. And I'm telling you, when all that water dissipated, I looked up at her and she went, can you hear? And when she said that, first off, it was so fucking crystal clear. I've never I've never heard like that in my life. I could hear the S's. I could hear the spittle on her tongue as it left. I could hear the S. It was so crystal clear, but it was loud as shit. <laughs> I was like, whoa, stop goddamn yelling at me, lady. Fuck. She's like, oh, well, obviously it's working. They cleaned out my other side. It was like somebody hit the reset button. It was unbelievable. I've never had anything like that happen. It really felt like somebody hit the reset button on my ears. It felt amazing. And that's the only thing that works. But what are you supposed to do? You're going to go jump in and hang out at the doctor's office once every three weeks to get all the shit out of your ears? No. Let's figure something out, man. There's got to be a good. And then, you know. They hand you like, they go, oh, there's like the little spike thing. It's got the little prong and you put it in your ear and then you twist it and it pulls out. I'm like, I'm not sticking that fucking thing in my ear. I'm always so nervous about being in the bathroom and you got your left hand up and you're like digging in your ear with something. I'm so nervous that my daughter's going to like plow through the door and then hit my elbow and then I'm going to jam that goddamn thing in my ear. I'm getting the willies just goddamn thinking about it. But it's gross. You know, so many other amazing fluids and secretions and oils that our body makes. What the fuck, earwax? You know, they tell you that if you want to grow your hair out, stop washing it. You need the oils in there to be able to, um, you know, to it, it, it helps with nutrients. It helps with all that shit. Jamie, death by Q-tip. Are we talking about Q-tip from Tribe Called Quest? Because if that guy were to take you out, that'd I'd be a badge of honor, if you ask me. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, and every once in a while too, this has happened before, especially like if it's a Friday night, I've had this happen on dates before where I am, I'm on a date and I'm, it's going well and I'm having a nice conversation with somebody. And then all of a sudden you ever get that feeling? It's like you've, you feel the, the earwax, you can feel it roll out of your ear. And then it's like just balancing on the inside of your ear. You can feel it and you're like, Oh fuck. I mean, this woman's going on and on about her three cats. How the fuck am I going to stick my pinky in my ear to get that? Because you see it? Ugh. And you're like, shit. So you kind of do the move where you turn your head a little bit and you're like, yeah, yeah. And you like make it look like you're rubbing the outside of your ear because you don't want her to know that you got an index finger jammed knuckle deep on the inside of that thing. And you're trying to get it out of there, but you're like, shit. And then while that's happening, the other ear starts rolling out of uh, all the earwax. It's disgusting. It reminds me of a story, though. Uh, when I was, how old, we must've been 19, maybe went down. There's this, uh, if you're not from Minnesota or Wisconsin, there's this place called the Apple river where if, uh, you know, if you're looking to get herpes on the cheap, the natural way, just go ahead and uh, jump into the Apple river. Cause that thing has been filled with nothing but the grossest of humanity going to see rock concerts since like 1987. It's the, Somerset, Wisconsin used to be the concert place to go. Tons of camping. Everybody was there. You know, Ozfest used to roll through. They used to throw like, you know, big fucking Lilith Fair style uh, concerts. And then people would camp. They'd make it a weekend. The show would be like on a Friday or a Saturday. And then people would camp all weekend. They'd go hit the Apple River, drink it up. You know, we went down there with like, must have been like 12 of us. Must have been our last year of high school. Kind of took it as like a last hoorah with all the fellows before some of them went on to the Air Force and whatnot. 
and we uh, we jump into the uh, we jump into the river. We're going down. It's you know, probably 15, 20 of us all tied up together. Some guys came down and met us there. And while we're while we're tubing down, this big giant mud pit on the side of the river. Must have been a hundred people in there. Everybody's jumping around. We're throwing mud at each other. We're, you know, belly flopping on the ground. People are taking mud and they're throwing it at each other and they're throwing it up at people that are not wanting to get in the mud. It's goddamn chaos. You know, like 19 year old drunk dipshits all over the place. Me being one of them. And my buddy Steve goes running through his, goes running through this mud pit and he trips and as he trips, he like goes to catch himself, but his finger, his pinky finger, gets caught in the top of this gal and it completely rips her top off. And now her boyfriend is fucking pissed. And I'm like, we're like, whoa, everybody chill out. Obviously, total accident. Nobody meant for that to happen. It was a total accident. I mean, we could say maybe there's a little bit of fault on her side too. Have you seen those things? Jesus Christ. She's got a piece of dental floss trying to keep them together. Like, what do you expect was going to happen, my man? If it wasn't Steve, it was going to be a light breeze that was going to pull that top off. Jesus. So uh, we're all covered in mud. And before we could get a chance to wash off, Steve and, you know, all of us are about ready to get into a goddamn 30-man battle royal. I'm like, we should probably get the fuck out of here. So we jump back in the tubes. We start going down the river. I, uh, I realized I got mud all over me, man. Caked in my hair. And some of my ears, I'm trying to get the river water to wash it out, and it's not working that well. So that was the middle of June. Oh, that was the same trip. While we're floating down the river, I look up, and a friend of mine goes, Oh, hey, man, check it out. That gal's getting uh, arrested. And here's this gal that uh, is, uh, she's topless. She's drunk as shit. She's getting arrested on the side of the river. She's screaming at the cops. She's, like, trying to kick them. Cops are trying to, you know, hold her down. She's probably a buck twenty. I mean, at most, maybe even like a buck ten. And uh, while I'm watching this all unfold, I'm like, oh, shit, that's my friend Danielle. <laughs> so I ran into her like six months later. I'm like, hey, by the way, I was at Apple River about six months ago. She's like, "Ugh, fuck, don't remind me. You must have seen me getting arrested. I'm like, yeah, kicking cops. huh?" She's like, yeah, well, you know, that's what happens. You're fucking 19 and stupid. Uh, Char, oh my God, Apple River only went there once and had fun until the middle of the night. Uh, camp neighborhoods had a bonfire and burnt everything they had, including picnic tables and all their stuff. Yeah, uh, Apple River was the same place where I saw somebody light a row of Porta Johns on fire. You haven't smelled, smelled. You have, I mean, listen, these guys who work at on like dump sites would have walked up to this and been like, oh, dude, this is even, I, my nostrils couldn't take it. Somebody lit like there must have been like thirteen porta potties on. I mean, like on fire, fire. This was like backdraft style fire. Holy shit! It was so gross. Uh, it also was the place. Apple River was the place where the gal. We woke up the next morning when them gals had been fighting next to us. And they were arguing, and then her friends left her, and her somebody took a big shit on her hood. That was at Apple River. But to finish out the story, I uh, we went to. Um, it was like June when this mud thing happened at Apple River. We leave Apple River that weekend, get home, shower it up. Now, December 31st, 1999, Y2K, the night we're about to kick it into two, the year 2000. You know, when everything was supposed to get shut down, everyone was supposed to, computers were going to crash and planes were going to fall out of the sky and blah, blah, blah. I, uh, I woke up that morning and was like, wow, my right ear is killing me. 
this is a son of a bitch. About 10 minutes after that, I was like, wow, my left ear is killing me. Wow. Uh, ran into the doctor real quick. Doctor uh, takes a look inside and is like, oh my goodness, you have mud caked on the inside of your ear. Caked. He's like, it is, I mean, it is like, it, it's got to be two inches thick. So he gets the syringe out and he cleans everything and, you know, as he's doing it, like chunks of mud. I'm not talking about like a little speck. I mean, like chunks of mud had come out of my ear. He's like, no wonder why your ears are infected. Jesus, man. So they put me on a, uh, they gave me a healthy dose of antibiotics. And I'm like, well, I will start these tomorrow because it is Y2K, New Year's Eve, and I ain't drinking on antibiotics. I don't give a shit how bad my ears hurt. <laughs> Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m. is live on Instagram. Again, have yourselves a great weekend. Not a live show until Wednesday, but replays coming up on Monday and Tuesday. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. And thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.